0: Have you ever noticed how very young children can have powerful emotions? Now, I was in Logan Airport, Logan International Airport in Boston, in the very wee hours of the morning. It was 5.30 in the morning, and a mom had her, oh, must have been one and a half, two-year-old little daughter in a stroller. Now, this toddler was beautiful. She had dark eyes. She had shoulder-length hair with the cute little bangs. And I think what made her beautiful was, even though her looks were very cute, was that she was so animated. Here it is, 5.30 in the morning, and she's bright-eyed and all smiles, and she sees a dad walking his stroller with his little infant, his little baby in it, towards her. And this little toddler takes her hand. She reaches out, and she goes, Hi, baby! Hi, baby! and the baby is totally unfocused. The baby's asleep. So the toddler doesn't give up. She continues to pursue it. Her hands are totally outstretched, all the feet are kicking, and she's going, Hi, baby! Hi, baby! Hi, baby! Now, by this time, the baby was very close, right in front of her, but the baby did not see her. The baby wasn't fully asleep, but, you know, just really sleepy. And so I watched this wonderful bright-eyed child's expression change from this exuberant joy to frustration, hi baby, hi baby, to hurt and anger, hi baby. Now how many of us have tried to reach out to loved ones only to go through that same sequence? We go from eager anticipation, oh I can't wait till the kids visit me during the holidays, to frustration, to feeling hurt, I can't believe they didn't even call, to getting angry after all I've done for them. Now, if it hurts this child to feel unseen, unimportant, invisible, imagine how it feels when you're married to someone who ignores you. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, I'm a clinical psychologist. My show's the rational basis of happiness, and this is an opportunity for you to pick up and call in with any questions that are on your mind. Any questions that you would ask a counselor or a therapist. It's free advice. But here's my number. So call me maybe. Toll-free 1877 Dr. Kenner D R K E N N E R What if you're about to get married and your woman's intuition tells you that your fiancé has cheated on you? Think of what sequence of feelings you'd go through. They'd probably all come as a big glob. And what do you do about it? Well, that's the position that one after-hours caller is in. And add to that, she's had a mastectomy, and she's very hard on herself. She feels ugly, unattractive, less of a woman, and unsexy. So we'll take her call later on in the show. And imagine you're in the following situation. You've fallen in love with Jasper, a married man. His wife, Tricia knows about you, and not only does she know about you, but it's okay with her if you come on over and move in with them as a lover. Jasper doesn't complain. He's got two women to love. Now that's a favorite fantasy of many men, but they never bring it into reality. All three of you have talked with one another. You're all adults, and you've agreed that polygamy is cool. Now, polygamy means you're married, but in this case she's not married, she's just moving in. Now, that's what goes on on the surface. Polygamy is cool. But day after day, you have to deal with your own emotions that are under the surface. You see, you have to watch Jasper and his wife, Trisha shower together and kiss together, and your polygamy is cool viewpoint gets tossed in the junk heap. You don't feel this is cool. You feel a powerful jealousy. One listener who is in this situation asks how can she deal with her jealousy and her anger? We'll discuss that coming up. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, I'm a clinical psychologist. My show's the Rational Basis of Happiness, and this is an opportunity for you to pick up and call in with any questions that are on your mind. Any questions that you would ask a counselor or a therapist. It's free advice. My number's toll-free 1-877 Dr. Kenner, D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R. That's toll-free, doctor kenner And, of course, your calls come first. So we have a wonderful agenda ahead of us, but your calls take priority. Now, what would you do if you were married to a guy who told you, I don't want you ever to see your kids or your grandkids. You're going to cut off all ties to them. Do you hear me? End of story. Now, that's what the following after-hours caller is struggling with. Yes, Dr. Kenneth, I was asking the question about, um, I'm married, but my husband doesn't want me to have anything to do with my kids or my grandkids, and it's causing a big problem in our home. Um, Could you give me some advice on how to handle this? Thank you. Okay, on the face of it, it sounds absolutely horrendous. And of course, my gut response would be to say, You've got to leave the guy. Nobody can tell you you can't be with your kids, nobody can tell you you can't see your grandkids. It makes absolutely no sense. Your kids are one of your top, top values in your life, assuming you've got good relations with them. And your grandkids, oh my gosh, you can get to enjoy them in a way that you couldn't enjoy your kids because you were too anxious at the time. So you want to be able to be the grandmothers, pushing the little ones on the swings. You want to be the ones that they go and say, Grandma, can you help me with this project for school? Or I want to bake cookies with you again. So you don't want to lose those moments. So what's going on in your marriage that your husband would say this? And I'm assuming that this is a second marriage because you're saying my kids, not our kids. So if this is a second marriage, let's assume that it's his problem. Maybe he has a pattern of cutoffs, emotional cutoffs in his family of origin. He's cut off from his own kids, and so he doesn't want you to be connected with your kids because... Oh, it raises the issue in his own mind, and he may be jealous. It's too painful to be around your kids because it reminds him of his own and what he may be listening, and there are grief issues there. Well, he's got to deal with that. That's not fair to you at all. Or maybe he's just terribly insecure or an abusive husband who just needs to control you. He needs to cut off your ties from others, in which case you need to leave him. Maybe he's emotionally and physically abusive, and he doesn't want you to talk with your kids because... You'll tell them about your relationship with hubby, and guess what? They may tell you, divorce him. He screams at you, mom. He swears at you. He calls you names. Dad never did that. So he may be the entire problem. He also may get very jealous because when he looks at your kids, they remind you and him of your ex, and maybe you had a decent relationship with your ex. You just grew in different directions. So it may be his problem, On the other hand, things are not always so crisp and clear as they may appear on the surface. It may be partly your problem. Is it the case that you're a grandma who cannot say no to the kids and your home becomes a daycare center and the kids milk you for lots of money that he earns? They want handouts all the time. They don't appreciate it. You've given them hundreds of dollars. Or your kids could be losers. They could be lazy, drug dealers, alcohol abusers, chronic complainers, very unpleasant to be around so the goal is to sit down with him draw him out henry help me understand you better what bothers you most when i'm in contact with the kids own your own piece of it figure out ways to repair it work with him and see if there's a way to build some bridges to the kids i'm dr ellen kenner on the rational basis of happiness toll free one drkenner Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner and co-author Dr. Edwin Locke. You can share the same religion or secular philosophy, be of the same race and nationality, or come from the same social background and still be different in enough fundamental ways, including sense of life, to make a successful romantic relationship impossible. Your aspirations for the future need to be compatible. For example, it is important for partners to be comfortable with each other's level of ambition. This does not mean Both need to have the same level of ambition, but their ambitions should not conflict. One partner may need to work long hours or move frequently to get ahead. The other partner must be on board with this for the relationship to work. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com. And you can buy the book at amazon.com.